probably a 24-hour travel day for us. Um, we started in Poland uh, that morning um, by taking a taxi, and then we got on a plane, and then we took a bus yes. uh, to get us to the train station in Eindhoven. So the train would take us to The Hague, and then once we got to The Hague, we had to take a tram and then we walked to the um, hotel. Um, uh, that was the most forms of transportation that we have taken thus far in any one day. Um, so it was quite the experience and quite the long travel day because you're doing all of that with luggage. I have really crappy, crappy, the crappiest <laughs> of luggage. So. Um, it was not fun for me and my shitty, shitty, shit, shit luggage. Den Haag is like the little sister to like Amsterdam, I would say. Um, mm -hmm. It was really cool. I liked it. I actually liked it a great deal, but I had never been to Amsterdam before. Um, Raven had, so she had a little more insight in the differences between the two. Mm, Amsterdam... I loved Amsterdam. The first time I went there was uh, back in 2013. And it was, you know, now that I have a, a point of comparison, it was a lot less crowded <laughs> several years ago. I mean, wow. Wait, Amsterdam like, was a lot less crowded? A lot less crowded okay. than it was uh, when we went this year. The I remember the French fries. <laughs> they love French fries in Amsterdam. They serve them with everything. Um, not that we don't, you know, in America, we love ours too, but their fries are better. Love their french fries. I remember, um, I actually had a friend who lived there at the time, so he was able to show me around um, a bunch of different areas, and he lived right above a bar, which was always great. So, got to hit up a few bars. But this time around, Amsterdam was like the nightmare tourist city. Crowds everywhere now granted we were dead in city center like dead in city center um where all of the the museum that you want to see is at the i am amsterdam sign which is in the museum park you know it was just just the worst <laughs> place that you could be but that's where you want to go because that's that's the amsterdam part but we did have some of the best food that we had in the netherlands uh between the hague and Amsterdam in Amsterdam itself. This is very true. Mm. It was so good. I wanted to go back um, <laughs> again and have it. Uh, where were we? It was called Café de Klaus. It is in city center on Kirkenstraat. Um, the first time I went, the friend of mine who was living there at the time took me there, and I went back three times in that visit. 
because it was that good. Yeah. It's a, it's a spare ribs joint for the most part. It's it's small. It's just a little bar and a little grill. You can see everything that's coming out, but most people go there for the ribs. It's a ridiculous portion. And they're just magnanimous. The people there are really nice. And I loved it because the same guy who served me when I went back in 2013 was still there because he's, you know, very involved. And he was still there. And so it made me feel like coming home again. Yes, and he was very funny and they yeah. were quite friendly. And we had a lovely seat um, at the bar. But um, it wraps around the, the room. So we were able to sit right next to this window. And it made, it, it was just a very, like, sort of classic um, uh, European feel where mm-hmm. you were sitting there eating your ribs and yes. having your beer. Um, in this old wood paneled bar, you know, it's just, it's all the Europe stuff that you want to do yeah. <laughs> at once. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and apparently Raven knew when to go because that's really the secret to actually getting the seat. <laughs> And uh, and that is getting there early, right? Indeed. Um, if you do go to Cafe de Klaus, which I recommend when you're in Amsterdam, you do want to get there early. They open at uh, either 4 or 5 in the evening. And um, you'll still be able to get a seat. You may just have to wait. What they'll do is they'll take your name down and send you across the street to a bar. You'll wait over there, then they'll let you know when you can come back but it's one of those places that fills up immediately and then stays full and i'm not even joking it will stay full all night long so um get there early or be prepared to wait but it's worth the wait just so you know get the garlic butter with bread um i would say get there early it is worth the wait but why wait when you can just get there early and post up and drink and Mm -hmm. eat and be happy and be married. Yeah. Uh, we went on a Saturday, and uh, we, we wind up taking a tram. And I actually don't remember where we were trying to go, but we had missed... Was it a tram or a bus? I think it was a train. No. I don't, I don't know. I don't know which portion you're talking about. Then. Well, this is when uh, we, we went to the end of the line with the, the tram driver... And we wind up meeting that kid who was from Brazil, who was a oh, skateboarder. That was a bus, wasn't it? That's what I'm asking. I think I it was a remember. bus. Was it a tram or a bus? Yeah. I remember that. Shoot, was that in Amsterdam? That was in Amsterdam, because we, we missed whatever, and he was like, well, just ride it to the end. Oh, yeah, we were trying to get to the red light district. There you go. That's right. That's right. That's right. We were trying to get to the red light district because, you know, I want to see everything. Yes. I'm not a prude. Mm-hmm. I'll check out anything. Want to check it out? Um, and we, we missed wherever we were supposed to go. And so he suggested that we just stay on the bus. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was chatting us up. And we got to see parts of, of uh, Amsterdam that, you know, as a tourist, you don't usually get to see. We got to yes. see some good old regular neighborhoods. Yeah. And, um, wind up talking to this kid who was from Brazil who got on the who got on the he was bus. Adorable. He was adorable and hilarious. <laughs> and he was like, I don't know, I'm just skateboarding around and just gonna see where it takes was me. It like, and 
He's like, oh, it's because I'm I turned eighteen, and so I want to go and I want to get some legal drugs. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, you're so adorable. He was super cute. Um, yeah. So Amsterdam was very cool. Um, we didn't stay in Amsterdam. We did mm-hmm. stay in The Hague, so that was more of a day trip that we Indeed. took. But it was cool. I really enjoyed it. There was a beautiful park at, what is it called? Museum? At the museum. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget the name of the museum, but I'll put it up on the, on the website. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's a beautiful park there that I really enjoyed. Uh, we just sat there, people watched and hung out and smoked a little and... Yeah, it was gorgeous. Yeah, it was really, it was really lovely. And then walked around. The Hague, the first day that we got there, um, we went out for a walk. And it was a spectacular day. It was. It was absolutely gorgeous in every way, shape, and form. It was so beautiful. It was breathtaking to me. And I had to keep commenting on how beautiful it was. (laughs) And I could not stop grinning from ear to ear to the point where I think some guy on the street was like, do you need help? And I was like, nope. I'm like, what a gorgeous day. And he was like, yes, it is beautiful today. You should enjoy it. And I was like, I plan to. Yeah, it was really nice. It was really nice. It was just, it was, it was everything that I wanted, like, the Netherlands to look like. We were... (laughs) Walking by a canal with people sitting on a little bench next to it. And there's people who are riding bikes. And we're on our way to um, a coffee shop. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, life was good. It wasn't too cold. So it was just, it, the sun was shining. Um, it was just a really beautiful day for a walk. And um, I'm glad because our walk from our hotel to... Mm-hmm. The coffee shop was quite a little distance. It was. It was a little bit of a walk. But we were determined. So it was going to happen. I love the Netherlands. I'll just tell you that. It was, I first got exposure to it, like I was talking about back in 2013. And it was after I had gone to um, Spain and gone to London. It was the cleanest place I had been so far. And I was like, wow, look at this place. It's so old. And it's so clean, and people are nice, and, you know, they had excellent french fries, so I was a happy camper, you know, for the most part. Uh, there are cobblestone streets everywhere, just be aware of that. There's brick, wise. brick streets. No, there are brick streets. There's streets made of brick. To me, Raven didn't understand the significance of, like, how weird that was to me, but I was like, I've never seen a brick street, and... It's unusual, and I took pictures of the Brick Street because I was like, I've never seen a Brick Street that wasn't in, like, you know, Disneyland or <laughs> some, like, amusement park that, again, is supposed to be, you know, a version of some European town. <laughs> so um, I was totally fascinated by the Brick Streets um, and the cobblestones. It was everywhere. That's all I remember. Is that there was cobblestone everywhere because I had on my hard soled shoes and I was clicking and clacking all day, every day. So, uh, just be aware of that cobblestone, y'all. Get the appropriate shoes. But uh, we walked ourselves on down to 
the closest coffee shop that we could find <laughs> to us. Yes, which was the Dizzy Duck. Dizzy Duck. Um, and we should probably explain what a coffee shop is in Great. the Netherlands. The coffee <laughs> shop in the Netherlands is a place that um, you can purchase and smoke cannabis, marijuana, Mary Jane, mm-hmm. weed, whatever you want to call it, pot. I prefer to call it pot, green, all the stuff. Um, We went in, and I am very happy that the Dizzy Duck was my first experience (laughs) um, with a a coffee shop in the Netherlands because the guy who helped us was awesome. Mm -hmm. He was the coolest man. He had the most patience. He, like, <laughs> let us see everything, and he explained everything, and he let us smell it, and and he was just really, and he obviously really enjoyed his job, like, really <laughs> enjoyed his job. Yeah, like, he, he really, really loved his job. Quite, quite so. Um, and it showed, and it was really nice. It was a really nice experience. It was such a nice experience that... Um, it kind of tainted the rest of my experiences <laughs> when yeah. I went to a coffee shop. So the biggest bummer about a coffee shop is, like, you can go in and purchase and you can smoke there. But if you already have your own stuff, you can't go into a coffee shop and just post up and smoke. So you would still have to buy more stuff. Stacey really did not enjoy that. I did not enjoy that because I was really loving the stuff that I had already had. And I don't want to... And people don't really smoke on the streets. No. There's no smoking Um, on the streets, supposedly. Yeah, and I'm sure people find a way. We did. Sure. But but you don't really... It's not an openly, like, puff, puff, and Mm -hmm. you just smell smell weed in the air everywhere. Um, no, it's no Christiana. Um, but, so, it was a bit of a bummer for me that, you know, when I wanted to stop to, like, smoke somewhere, that I would have to then buy more smoke in order to smoke what I had, which was a bit of a bummer, because I didn't want to smoke what they had, I wanted to smoke what I had already purchased. Um, I would have been more than happy to buy a coffee. Mm-hmm. To buy, you know, something to drink, but the idea that I would have to then purchase more weed was a bit annoying to me. And I also didn't enjoy the other places that we had purchased from. And, and even smoking in there was just kind of weird to me. Like, I didn't... Yeah, she didn't dig it. I did. I thought it was cool. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's it can be a little off-putting slash intimidating uh, going into a smoking room, you know, designated, full of mostly dudes, it, it, at this particular time, <laughs> and it's all dark and smoky, and you know, everyone's high, and like, you're like, okay, don't be weird. I'm just gonna go over here and I'm gonna smoke this, you know. Especially coming from the states where it's mostly, you know, illegal in most places, it it just feels strange to be in a public place in a room with people that you don't know. And you're just lighting up, you know. It's 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 odd. It's a little odd. I'm not gonna lie, but they did have a sweet Pringles vending machine 
which I took a picture of because I was like, that's brilliant. It was brilliant. They had a little munchy machine. <laughs> um, and I did like the, the munchy machine. You're like, yeah, it's little, oh, little things what? of Pringos. You're this like, awesome. Perfect. You know? Uh, yeah. If I sit here and I get a little high and I'm drinking my hot cocoa or whatever I like to order over there. And then I'm like, dude, I'm hungry. Get you some Pringles. They got three flavors, four maybe, over there. It was only Pringles in the machine. And I was like, this is the best vending machine I've ever seen. The Dizzy Duck was by far the best um, experience that we had. They were very personable. And, you know, smoke your room full of strangers or not, they were, they were welcoming to us, which was really nice. Yes. Some places can be a little, who you, what is it? Yeah, and they also have these weird things where, like, I don't know, they're supposed to check ID or, like, yeah. fingerprint you or, so, like, I don't know, yeah, or something. eyeball scanners and, <laughs> like, you know, biometric, de- you know. Anyway, um, it's also sort of weird to, like, go in while you're, you know, I what I did like is that I went into one place and... A lady went in with me, and she was an older lady, older than me, so that was impressive. Um, and she was obviously just shopping. She stopped in, she bought a joint, mm-hmm. smoked a joint, and then went on her merry way to, to continue her day. And that's usually what happens. So um, that's nice. My also my problem with the um, with the smoking. Oh no. You can't smoke, you can't smoke cigarettes in one of those, so. Um, you can if it's, if, it's, if it's in the tobacco area. So a lot of these coffee shops, they have it, um, they have a separated smoking areas. So if they do have only one single smoking area, it's generally only cannabis that you can smoke. But when they sell the pre-rolled joints, which a lot of them do, they tend to do it with uh, weed and tobacco. Which is gross. So gross. Gross. I don't know why people like it. It's really nasty. I don't really know either. Outside of like it makes your weed go longer, but it's gross. Don't that. Smoke less and don't get as high. I mean like get high, but then like stop smoking once you're high. It's gross. I've never understood why people just like keep going and going and going and going. You're not going to get any higher than this like one point and then it's going to fade and then you smoke again. You don't just smoke through your stash because you have it. Anyway. If they do have the tobacco pre-rolled in, then there is a tobacco floor, which is tobacco and cannabis. And if they have that floor, then you can smoke a cigarette up there. But you cannot go down to the weed-only floor or up to the weed-only floor and smoke a cigarette. It's very starkly uh, separated. So. Yeah, but even so, even if they don't allow smoking of cigarettes at mm-hmm. all and people are smoking pre-rolled joints, it's the same thing. You're still sitting in a room full of, like, mm-hmm. tobacco smoke. and Well, they don't let them. That's what I'm saying. If, 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 if they don't have the separation and it's just that one room, then you can only do weed. You can't smoke the, the ones that have tobacco in there. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Well, why are they still so smoky? I have no idea. Honestly, I really don't. 
It makes no sense. Because I was like, I remember, <laughs> that's one of the things that I didn't like, where I was, I was yeah. like, oh, jeez, I'm just... Oh. It's just like... <sighs> like, I'm still just smoking. And not like a good, like, I'm getting a contact high kind no, of No, it wasn't. It was, a, it was like a burnt, like, it's ick. Like a stale, kind of ick, smoky smell. So I don't know what the deal is, but... I do have to say... Um, they have lovely descriptions mm-hmm. of the um, cannabis in which you can purchase, and they tell you what it is and what the um, percentage of sativa mm-hmm. to indica is, and they'll tell you the Dizzy Duck even had, like, if it had won awards or not. Yes. Which was very exciting. Super cool. Um, and we tried a number of different ones so um, that I really enjoyed. I liked any uh, of the ones with cheese in it. Blue uh, cheese. Yeah, blue cheese. Those things were delicious. Um, there was, um, would you get a Choco? Chocolope Hush? Kush? Chocolope Kush? Chocolope, yeah, there was a chocolate kush, I believe. There was, I loved that one. The chocolate kush was the bomb. We had a pineapple, you had a pineapple kush that was great. I had a pineapple kush that was lovely. There was a couple of other ones, um, but Stacy likes the one that like puts you out, puts yeah, you in the so in I'm, couch. An indica. <laughs> I'm an indica kind of girl, not yeah. a sativa. I don't like my stuff making me bubbly and feel like I didn't smoke anything. I want mine to put me in the couch, put me on the floor. Yeah, I wanna, I wanna dream lovely dreams and, <laughs> yeah. and have fantastic thoughts of beautiful things. I like a mix. I like, I like it on, on the, on the extremes too. Like a lot of indica or a lot of sativa, because I found that even if it's all sativa, it really all affects me the same. I'm still gonna be laid out and kind of like let's not do stuff and sit here and talk or watch a movie or something. (laughs) But I do like the mixture just because I think it can get me a little bit deeper mentally. It's in my jam. Mix it. We stayed in The Hague. We went, we had our day trip in Amsterdam, which was very lovely, although very crowded, but it was really only like an hour ride, right? Yeah. From, From The Hague to Amsterdam. So, you know, I much prefer it staying in The Hague because, again, way less crowded. It's actually the seat of the government there for the Netherlands. So, you know, a lot of very focused people, you know, um, walk in the streets. And it was quiet and it was clean. And the only thing that could have been better was the food. Mm. We, we really had some very terrible the service and some terrible food um, there in The Hague. I think I think it could have been um, much the same story in Amsterdam, except that I happened to know somebody who could recommend a good place, and then I spent the rest of my time outside of Amsterdam proper, so I was able to find some good options over there, but it was just, you know, people, either people just ignoring us all together, <laughs> or not properly answering our questions, and then we would get stuff that we didn't even want. <laughs> And a lot of it was also kind of um, false, uh, false advertising as far as, you know, you see a really nice, you know, well-lit restaurant that has a good ambiance. You think, oh, this is going to have really good food. No, not, don't be fooled by that. 
It was also very odd. The, the service is one of, we have given you a seat, and we have now put a menu in front of you, and then we don't know when we'll be back. Yeah. So. Like, like, you just go ahead and, and peruse that, and I will get to you at my leisure. <laughs> and I really do mean my leisure. Then, it was an Indian place that was very good. It was That's probably good. the best place we had in mm-hmm. The Hague. Mm-hmm. Raven ordered a cocktail, <laughs> and the guy brought over my Hennessy. Um, and it looked lovely, and it was mm-hmm. it was warmed, and it was it was presented in a in a very nice way. Um, and then said that he was still working on her cocktail, and I was like, I don't know how you can like start a cocktail, <laughs> and then like have to come back to the cocktail. Like yeah, I feel I'm like it's a one, it's an all in one process. <laughs> so the idea, and there was nobody in the place. Like the people that there were already there. There was one other table. One. No, one. there was two, and the people who were already there were already eating, and so what you like, do? What yeah. are you doing right now? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. But he was just being dazed and confused, and ultimately, all that happened was that he just forgot. I think that's what it must have been. I don't know if he was waiting on a certain ingredient or whatever, but, you know, as an alcohol lover and an amateur bartender myself, I was like, there is no I'm working on your cocktail when you're at my table and you don't have a shaker in your hand. You're not working on anything. You don't, you're not letting anything marinate over there. What are you, letting ice melt in my drink <laughs> while you come over here and right. tell me that you're working on it? Like, what are we talking about? What are you, you can't be working on my cocktail because you're standing here talking to me. So go make it and then come back with my drink. Right. So basically he forgot yeah. about the drink and then but the the excuse was really funny to me. The uh, like it's in the process. <laughs> we just looked at each other like I don't understand what just happened. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I'm looking at Stacy's like nicely tilted Hennessy being warmed in a snifter over a nice little glass and her beer and I'm looking around like, whoa, so I it was I didn't it was a signature cocktail of theirs. Okay, so you you made this, you put it on your menu. <laughs> right. It should be real simple for you to kick it together, put it in my face. The food was good. I actually really did enjoy my cocktail once it got to me. Although I also thought it was funny that it was missing ingredients still because right, it was described. It was supposed to be sparkling, right? It was described as a sparkling martini with Indian spices. And it did indeed have Indian spices, like rose, and there was some lovely mint in there. But it was not fizzy or sparkly at all. And it would have been so much better because it kind of, after a while, started to taste like cough syrup. So You asked for extra. You asked to bring (laughs) something to make it. It's like, can I just have a side of soda? Yep. Never got it. Oh, you didn't get it? Never got it. Oh, I was trying to wait. I was trying to sip very slowly because I drink fast. And so I was trying to sip it real slow so that I could get my soda and make it the way that I wanted it to taste. But, no. Oh, I don't think I, I realized that. I think I was enjoying my Hennessy and my beer so much that I didn't actually um, remember that. So funny. What happened here, guys? Yeah, I mean, but we went to a lot of places where it was just like subpar service mm-hmm. um, or sur- subpar food or both. Yeah, I mean, and I and found we tried that, yeah. 
I mean, it wasn't like we didn't try. We tried no. a couple of different places. Went to a Thai restaurant where the best thing we had was um, the mango and sticky rice, which was really <laughs> just the mango to me that I really enjoyed. Uh, we had to send our spring rolls back twice because they were frozen in the middle. I'm sorry. You said, because first of all, it shouldn't be frozen anyway. Secondly, Thai people know how to fry stuff. It's like second nature. I was just like, cool, let's just shove it down our gullets and get back to the room so we can smoke. Yeah, I think it was really just a, like, um, we're going to chalk this up to, like, as a loss. Yes. And then they tried to redeem themselves. See, I love that. All I remember is frozen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is <laughs> the frozen spring rolls. Yeah. And then they tried to make it up to us with the uh, mango sticky rice. But the mango was so delicious <laughs> that it made up for everything else. Because it at that point, mango is my mango is probably my favorite fruit. Definitely our favorite fruit. So because um, the mango was so amazing... I, like, just let the rest of it go. Yeah. I mean, we weren't going to be, like, sour sallies about it, but it was like, dude, get your act together. Especially because now we're in Thailand, and we've had amazing Thai food about a zillion times. We've made amazing (laughs) Thai food. Yes, and learned how to make amazing Thai food at an actual Thai cooking school. So we're like, you should really do better, like, so much. So... (laughs) So I think probably the best thing that I had, which, again, was at another... Um, restaurant that had very poor service. <laughs> I think it was Luden was the name of the restaurant. Um, I had a chicken schnitzel that was the bomb, and it was the probably um, next to the Indian food, which we didn't have until like I think our last night. Yeah. Um, it was the best thing that I'd had in uh, the Netherlands, food wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, nope. Third best thing that I had <laughs> because the sh- the short ribs in Amsterdam were just so beautiful. Oh, it was so beautiful in every way, shape, and form that like I even still want I I could eat them right now. I they could were, eat those every week. Not even joking. It was just it was a perfect combination of everything, mm. um, but. I then had the, uh, we had, I had a schnitzel that was good, but the lady was so horrible there too. It was like, I, I felt like she was the only one there and they kept breaking glasses behind the bar. And I, I was like, are you trying to learn how to like, trying to learn how to flip stuff? Are you trying to like, I don't understand what's going on here. But, like, every so often, there'd be, like, some glass breaking. Do you remember that? I, I vaguely remember there being lots of things breaking. But, again, if the food was not good, then I probably just blocked it out. Like, uh, mm. I just, Yeah, anyway, I, I remember really poor service. I remember we got poor service everywhere. But people were nice. There was just, it was just, like, lacking. And I don't know if it's a... We're not in a hurry, therefore you shouldn't so. be in a hurry. I don't know if they like go like you don't go to a restaurant while you're hungry you, or something like because we've had touches of of good service. We had good service at Cafe de Claus. We had good service when we had our amazing caviar tasting in Copenhagen. 
Um, but by and large, it's kind of, it's less of an issue of the people being rude, although I have experienced a lot of that. It's more of not touching back with you and not like making eye contact with you and then walking by, even if you kind of raise a hand like, I need things right. or I would like to add something. They're like, no acknowledgement. <laughs> it's gone. Yeah. Completely gone. So. Yeah, like we're not coming back to you. And don't like, don't make me wait for a check because I get to a certain point where I'm like, I don't want to pay you. But you apparently don't want me to pay you. This does seem to be an issue, and I can't really figure it out. Because you want people to leave, so you can get another table, and you can make more money. But they don't want people to leave, because they never come back. They never, ever come back. So you just sit there. You're just sitting there, so now you don't have no water. You ain't got no more drinks. You ain't got no more food. Nope. (laughs) So you're just sitting there, just waiting for something. Somebody to like acknowledge you so uh-huh. you could go and they just don't they're like nope Yeah, we gave you your food. We gave you your drinks. You couldn't possibly want anything else And yeah. now you just wait and no. I'd be like no, I want to go. I would like to leave now. Can I leave? I would like to go. Nope, you can't you have to find them in a lot of cases and ask to pay which is totally crazy in my mind but uh, but yeah, I have I have experienced that so, so much. I just kind of expected it uh, after I went to Spain and I walked out of two places uh, right around lunchtime um, after waiting for 20 minutes at tables and literally not even being looked at. They didn't look, they didn't acknowledge, they didn't give me a menu, nobody gave me a wave, nothing, just just nothing at all. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well, apparently things work differently here and I don't know <laughs> I don't understand how they're supposed to work so yes I did not so yeah <laughs> I did not enjoy my restaurant experiences for the most part um, but again the place is beautiful it's so nice gorgeous. to walk around um, to see all the really like old churches and uh, the buildings and we went to the M. The Escher Museum. I should know his name. That's a shame. Ma- Maritius? Maritius? No, it's like M.C. Escher. Oh, oh, I'm thinking of the whatever was on the building. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. No, that's uh, where they, they hold the, the, the painting of the girl with the pearl earring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and there's lots of old buildings, lots of really beautiful stuff to see. Um... It, I like that it was a smaller um, town that you could just sort of walk around in. Like Raven said, it was nice and clean. Um, when we were there, there weren't a lot of tourists because it was still winter. So that was nice, too. But they have, like, these cafes that you can sit outside and, mm-hmm. you know, um, next to these fountains and just check them out and hang out and... They have blankets. I think they have blankets, too, where you can sit out there. Almost every place uh, that we encountered in Europe has not only outdoor seating, but blankets on every single chair for outdoor patrons, which was totally foreign to me as an American. Like, 
what blankets who's who's there's all kind of people been touching on this blanket you don't care because you want to sit outside because that's where the action is and they've got a little heater and you're like yeah let me cover up my legs with this blanket yeah. and you bring me something to drink it'd be so nice and it is it's gorgeous and amazing it is <laughs> it's really nice and you and you do enjoy it we did stay in a easy hotel Ooh. which <laughs> I didn't want to mention that. I really didn't Why want to not? mention that. I think that. we should do a comprehensive experience of both the positive and negative things. Ugh. Well, that was horrible. <laughs> I did not enjoy that. That was like a cement, like, jail cell. <laughs> it was like a ladies, uh, like, reformatory. Reformatory school? Yeah. It just thing. Yeah. It just reminded me of, like... We were being punished. <laughs> so I don't really know how to describe it. Stacy was emotionally affected. I was. By oh my gosh. It was very not healthy for her. It wasn't. <laughs> well, we're also by an office building, so we. So we oh god. We couldn't open the windows oh, because every time we opened the blinds, people could just look into our room and be staring at us. So, like, that made me self-conscious. So, okay, this is what it was. It is very, very basic stay in the Easy Hotel. Um, we are not really hostile type of individuals. So, for affordable housing it gives me stink face just thinking about it, it it really it's more of like a i'm feeling like i'm gonna vomit face that's what it looks like it's it's really it's, it's not pleasant so like affordable yes um bay sick they do have um it's very clean you know it's not it's nothing to worry about uh hygiene wise they do have luggage lockers in the lobby so if you arrive early whatever whatever you can store your luggage for a small fee they have a very nice uh, vending machine also your room has two of the smallest beds that we have ever encountered in life the extra long twin you know that's standard issue in any college dormitory is like a queen size bed compared to this thing because you, you can basically... <laughs> I was just thinking you, about turning over. You, if you turn over, <laughs> you need to be prepared uh, to then then shift your weight so you don't roll <laughs> off the bed. I was going to say. Because there is no real motion. <laughs> um, there will be no sex in this bed. <laughs> Not you, even with yourself. There's nothing that can happen besides sleeping. There's no room. <laughs> There's no room. Oh. So it's plenty long enough, but that's it. You sleep on your back or you shift yourself and you turn on your side in order to not roll off the bed onto the rock hard floor. There are no dressers. There are no closets. Um, <laughs> the TV is stuck in the corner like a hospital room and posted to the wall. So basically your two beds are one big cast iron piece okay it's you, the worst you have about three also of the heaviest hangers ever in imagination to hang up your things on and then the bathroom which is 
you know, kind of not, it's more of a corner that's partitioned off by glass. And it's mostly frosted, so you're not watching your friend take a shower, but you're mostly watching your friend take a shower. <laughs> so it's like, you know, we're both waking up at various points during our stay, watching the other person through the frosted glass on the toilet on whatever media device that we may happen to have right nearby. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to wait because I can see that the bathroom is occupied right now. You're going to get real close and intimate with whoever you stay in a room with <laughs> when you stay in the easy hotel. I'm going to tell you right now. Like, not for new couples. No, no, no. Don't stay there. Not for people you don't know well or you think are going to be real particular about things. Not for any of those things. And the best part about it was we were kind of like, okay. So we can't, you know, we've got our smoke. It's helping to take the edge off. So we're just going to, we're going to make this work. We're going to, we're going to post up. We have internet so we can watch a little Netflix, whatever. But if we decide we want to stay in late, we want to be lazy bones for a little while during the day. If we, <laughs> if we raise our shades, just, we're on the second or third floor, I can't remember, right at eye level, the, <laughs> the office building across the street, it's kind of like, it's kind of like you're on stage and you've just raised the curtain for the show. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, and they're going to pretend that they don't see you and you're going to pretend that you don't see them. But everybody's looking at everybody and then you're just waiting for them to leave and they're also just waiting for you to go away. Yeah. So you're not getting like, you know, 20 heads of just office workers from various floors of windows staring right into your hotel room. But you are getting, you know, curious side glances every few seconds. Like, oh, what is uh, your, what's, what's your window? Yeah. What are you doing? Because if you don't want me to look, you just close the window. And we're like, but I want the window open because it's daytime now. And I want some light in here. It's dark in this dungeon of a cement room. So, <laughs> we played for a while with the level of the shade to see if that did anything. And it just was more like, you know, an exercise in futility at that point. <laughs> Um, I also want to say, uh, the Easy Hotel, like Easy Jet, mm. was not my first choice. Mm, true. Um, the only reason why we stayed there is because when we were trying to book a place, it was basically the only place left mm -hmm. to book. Yes. So it wasn't, ultimately, I didn't go like, yes! This is the jam. Let's go Woo stay at the Easy Hotel. No, it was because it was all that um, we could get at the time. Or so, the yeah, we had run out of options, and that was our only option. I don't recommend it. I, I just, it, I, yeah, I, I can't. It's I can't bones. say anything good about it. It's bare bones, to to say the least. There is no. Uh, Housekeeping. I'm not a big housekeeping person anyways when I'm staying in a hotel, but for your trash, <laughs> you take out your own trash. They have big trash bins by the elevators. They're like, you bring your trash, you throw it in. They leave you a little diagram in case you get confused. Correct. <laughs> Where to do it and how yeah. to do it. And um, I went down and asked for toilet paper at one point, and she turned around and rummaged and gave me one roll. One... 
lonely little roll. And I was like, you guys are serious about this. So I got to walk myself back down here tomorrow to get another roll from you. It was so funny, but it is so, it's, it's very bare bones. So just know that if you stay in an easy hotel. <clears throat> it's really for people who don't plan. Like, I would say you stay in an easy hotel because you're not planning to be in your hotel at all. Mm-hmm. You're planning to just be out all night, all day, yes. every day, and you just maybe come back there to crash or just to store your stuff. Yeah. Um, even And everything is metal, including the trash can, mm -hmm. um, which was, yeah, there was also supposedly a desk that, that was... <laughs> No. That was also part of our nightstand. Maybe if you flip the trash can upside down. No, because it had that thing that we would then sit our food on. It was, that was supposed to be the seat. No fucking way, man. Um, it's a very yeah. No, I yeah. No, <laughs> it was it was crazy insane. But the again the city the city makes up for it. You got legal amazing drugs that you can just take your pick of like a coffee shop <laughs> and um the transportation is excellent there as well i had sugar kush i had <laughs> so like, i'm just gonna start running like, i remember sugar kush ak-47 oh, yeah. um uh, pineapple kush chocolate big buddha cheese yeah yeah, so if you couldn't tell, the reason why we don't have a lot of information about uh, The Hague is because we really enjoyed The Hague. We did. Um, and we had been, I can't remember where, but we had been without for a little bit, so we were going a little cray, cray on it. Yeah, so, um, yes, we, we, tried, we tried a multitude of products. Of smoke from from there, and that's probably why some of this information is a little fuzzy. Um, which also, I have to say, really made that horrible, horrible, horrible room um, much better. And then they tell you that you can't smoke in your room, which I was like, I don't <laughs> what. Of course, I'm going to smoke in my You're room. Like, what don't else are we going to do in here? Yeah, exactly. I was like, yes, I'm going to smoke in I this know. room. So we We're smoked in the, in the room. We're obviously not very, like, I need to see all the touristy things. And we're working on, on content as well while we're traveling. So a lot of times we do spend a lot of time inside of lodgings that we, <laughs> that we get for ourselves. So, yeah, we were going to be smoking in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, deal. Yeah. People, do recommend going to the Netherlands if you've never been. It's beautiful. Yeah, Raymond should probably talk more about her time in the other places in the Netherlands versus just this time. Oh, yeah. I mean, and the last time that I was in, uh, in Amsterdam, I did many of the same things. I spent a lot of time in city center, but I also got to spend about almost two weeks outside in Utrecht, which I'm not saying that correctly, but I think you know what I mean if you type it in Utrecht. It's, it's right outside, and it's so picturesque and it's like country life and I stayed again Airbnb and uh, my hostess let me use her bicycle so I was like biking around like a local and there's farm life everywhere I went to this restaurant that was literally on a farm so I pull up on my little bicycle and there is a crazy like 
shed with sheep and goats and you know pigs and things and then I walk in and they have the most gorgeous bakery that goes on. I ordered a charcuterie plate after a while I had to wait you know European service. Um, <laughs> I ordered a charcuterie plate you know in the States you get something like that it's it's more of a it's more of a smorgasbord of things you know you have a couple different types of cured meats you have a couple different types of spreads a couple different types of crackers and breads for you to play with and see the flavors this was a mound of freshly shaved prosciutto and i'm talking about probably a good half a pound if not more just a mound and then a big old piece of freshly baked bread just boom. And they just brought it to me on a board. Bam. I was like, holy shit. This is awesome. So I just had like freshly churned butter with prosciutto on bread. And it was magical. I can't even tell you. And I had my little tea. And I'm sitting looking at all the animals roaming around. It was my time that I was able to spend there. I did a lot of bike riding. I did a lot of, uh, of journaling, and it was nice because, you know, when you get to spend time in nature like that and have a little bit of the, you know, the modern conveniences, it, uh, for me, it really helps to get my mind clear and get myself focused again. I really loved it. So Utrecht is, is an amazing place to go if you have never been able to visit right outside of Amsterdam maybe maybe a 30 minute train ride of that. They don't speak as much Dutch outside of um, the bigger cities, so do be aware of that. I got lost and I had to ask a nice looking couple if they could call my host for me. I think you want to change that. They don't speak a lot of English? They don't speak a lot of English, yes. That's what I meant to say. Okay. <laughs> they speak more, they speak more, uh, more Dutch than anything out, outside of Amsterdam and outside of the larger cities slash city centers so I got lost and everybody was looking at me like I was crazy so I was like English nobody speaks English come on nobody because you know German German based language like Dutch it's not really easy to just pick up things but I did love it love love loved I would too I recommend it um I, I, like Raven said I personally was really affected by the place that we stayed um it actually made me like depressed <laughs> like literally I, it just made me sad so um, I would highly recommend it and I personally would like to try that all over again at a better place <laughs> and I think I would have a very different yeah. uh, response to everything this is what we do get with it get with what we do find us on Instagram get with what we do